in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. And welcome to the CEO Raider podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. Check us out online at ceorader.com. If you like this podcast, give us a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. Check out our sister publication, techtoday.com. I want to talk about Netflix. I want to talk about Disney. I feel like the the street, Wall Street, sell-side coverage, they're poo-pooing Disney's efforts in the streaming space. And my, my, my guess is it's a lot of sell-siders who made their bones covering Netflix and, and being right on Netflix, and they don't want to go against a company they have some emotional tie to. But, yeah, I see, I think, I see words, phrases like, Disney will never catch Netflix. Disney doesn't have Netflix's technology chops. Netflix will outsmart Disney. You know, what kind of remarks are those? What is the substance behind those remarks? Disney will never catch Netflix. By what measure? What are we talking about? And frankly, I don't care what the hell the street's talking about. And by the way, I'm not long or short Disney or Netflix. I don't have skin in the game. But I just like to call out situations where I don't see intellectual honesty. So let's just walk through it. Content. To me, the reason why people use Netflix is because it's a single source of interesting content. Now, most of that content is content that others have produced. It's not original content produced by Netflix. That's always been my pushback on Netflix. Great, it's a popular destination, but they don't own that which matters. They don't own the content. They own the presentation, i.e. the delivery platform, but they don't own the content. And that's, of course, changed little by little over the past few years as they started to invest a bit in content and original content. And this year, they're investing more than a bit. I think it's $8 billion is the, the number. We've written about it before. I'll include links in the show notes. But to me, the winner in the streaming space, the OTT over-the-top space, is the company that owns, owns the most popular content, that owns the content, not leases it. So let's look at the, the content roster. I'm hard-pressed to name a huge smash hit on Netflix. And I'll admit I'm not a Netflix diehard. I subscribe, but my wife enjoys it more than I do. The stuff I like, the the golden age of cinema, the 1970s, the golden age for independent film, the 1990s, a lot of that stuff you can't find on Netflix's over-the-top library. You have to order a DVD. So much of their, what what I deem to be attractive content, much of what I deem to be attractive Netflix content, is stuff they don't own and it's not available OTT. So it's not one-stop shopping. Look at Disney, the Disney side of the ledger. They have what I'll call Legacy Disney, the Mickey, Minnie, Winnie the Pooh animated content. They own perhaps what is and will be for the foreseeable future the most popular franchise of all, Star Wars. So Disney owns Lucasfilm. They don't lease it. They own it. Disney owns Marvel. So all the Avengers movies and spinoffs and related content, they own all of that. They're in process trying to acquire Fox properties, but the Fox-related content, film content, would would come over and be part of the streaming service. And uh, Pixar, Disney's owned Pixar since, I don't know when, I forget when they did the deal with Apple, 07, 09. So all of that content, much of which is hit content, is part of the Disney library and will, will be part of the streaming service and will not be available on Netflix. And Disney presumably will be able to continue to grow those popular properties and roll out new content, new Star Wars movies, new Marvel movies, Disney animation, Pixar, so on and so forth. 
The hit machine is in gear. The flywheel is, is flowing. Netflix, on the other hand, is having to create not only new content from scratch, but new hits from scratch. And creating new hits is a bit like catching lightning in a, in a bottle. It's, it's not easy. And from my point of view, much of what Netflix rolls out isn't great. They have a quality problem. Why do you think Netflix doesn't show you what people think about a particular uh, TV program, TV series, or feature-length film? In other words, they don't, they don't make, Netflix doesn't make the uh, customer reviews available online. Four stars out of five, a 97 out of 100. Written reviews, you won't find that. They, they disclose a match rate. Oh, based on what you've uh, watched in the past, th this movie might be one you'll enjoy. It's because the quality is poor. The quality sucks. That's why Netflix doesn't disclose popularity scores, viewer scores, because they don't have enough in the library that's of quality. You know, if they had a thousand films in the in the in the in their uh, library, and eighty-five percent of them was stuff that people felt really good about, then they would they would have transparency online in terms of reviews. They would show you the review. They wouldn't care that one and a half or two out of every ten reviews are negative because eight are positive. But because much of what they put online is crap, they don't show you the quality the uh, the review. Compare that to to Amazon and what they do. Fully transparent. And I haven't even talked about Amazon. Amazon's another one that gets poo-pooed. You know, it's a, uh, uh, news flash to sell-side analysts. Netflix is the minnow in the space. Not Amazon, not Disney. Much less Apple, Google, and Facebook. So I would argue Netflix is the one that has more risk. It's all upside for Disney. But all that Disney content comes off in 2019 to the extent Disney, I'm not sure how much content they do have on Netflix, but what little they may have that comes off in 19. Assuming that Disney closes a deal with Fox, once any Fox contracts with Netflix elapse, that comes off. You know, HBO, they roll out their own competitive streaming service a couple of years back. That's clearly the trend. I wouldn't be shocked to see other people pull content from Netflix. So Netflix is doing the right thing. They're ramping up their original content production effort. They have to. They don't have a choice. But now it's a function of to what extent can Netflix produce quality content. Quality quant content that people are going to want to watch quality content that people are going to want to recommend to friends and family quality content that people are going to watch want to watch perhaps more than once quality content that could perhaps be fashioned into sequels if it's feature feature length content or fashioned into season two and season threes of episodic television content so netflix has to prove that it's capable of producing hits time after time meanwhile disney has a treasure trove of hits so you tell me which story has more more up, upside, Disney or Netflix? Which story has more risk, Disney or, or Netflix? See you all next time.